I've where <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I'm taking this way. Oh, okay. What's up, fuckers? Welcome back. Hello. Sorry, we missed you guys. We just had to come back for another week. It's been two weeks since we recorded. I've been in Japan and it was so much fun, but I missed you. Tell me about it. It was the craziest five days of my life. Yeah. But it was so much fun. I got so close with Jackie and Lola. They're literally the sweetest girls of my like life. Your biggest sisters, I feel. Yeah. Like, I did feel like I was the youngest. Well, I was you the were, youngest. By like but 10 years. <laughs> yeah, Jackie yeah. is 11 years older than me. And Lola's 23. Oh, my age. Yes. Right. It was my first ever brand trip like that. And they had been on brand trips before. I'm definitely new on the scene when it comes to that. So they were super supportive. The Glassons girls are insane. Mm. Like, you get so close with them so quickly on those types of trips. You're literally in a foreign country together. But it just meeting the people behind the scenes of all like Glassons and then Cotton On and any brand like that, yeah. like you see how hard they work. And they're honestly the nicest humans ever. So down to earth, so kind. Like they rip a good joke. And it was just heaps of fun. Like I loved it. How is the food, the sushi in Japan? It's not like Australia. Better? different i wouldn't say it's better or worse How? but the sushi in australia is definitely more westernized and not yep. as diverse like we went and we got this like sushi we had lunch and it was they were making sushi in front of us mm-hmm. and like, i saw that, that in, it was literally insane but it was a lot of of the seafood and the meats I had actually never heard of before. Really? And it was really different. Like even the teppanyaki in teppanyaki in Australia, Mm. it's for entertainment purposes, but the teppanyaki there, it's like more of like fine dining experience. Like they don't throw the food at you. Like it's very professional. Not everyone wants egg thrown at them when they're trying to eat dinner. Yeah, (laughs) but it made me realise that a lot of the Asian food has been then westernised in Australia. So I think I was a bit in – I wasn't in like a cultural shock, but I was like, oh, this is so different to what I had expected. But it was so fresh, so nice. Like the salmon was – it was delicious. Like, And the 7-Eleven, you literally – could go stop. I religiously watch those videos of people going to like 7 Eleven in Japan and doing a haul and getting all I these random I could have spent 40 foods. minutes in there. Did you try that strawberry sandwich with no, the cream? No, I really wanted to, but we were on the go and we were going to be sitting in the car for ages, so it would have gone all yucky. Can you eat it in the car? But we had just had breakfast, so we right. weren't really hungry. And then, oh, but it looked so good. Like strawberry cream and this it's like this sandwich that looks like it has the softest white bread you've ever seen, edges cut off, crust, Ugh. then strawberries and is it just cream? I think so, yeah. Oh, looks but so they're good. strawberries. Apparently, Jackie was telling me that to buy fruit over there, it's really expensive. Mm. It's like for the richer people in Japan. Correct me if I'm wrong, but to buy like strawberries, they're huge and you can buy them like $150 for two strawberries. I've seen those And things. to like buy like a watermelon or a melon, it's like $1,000 because in Japan, it's like melon. hard to Come produce by. those types of food. Like they don't have the agriculture and like the farming land, I don't think, to do it there. Right, so it's, so it's not common. And you know, or it's they like put these types of pesticides in them to make them like the perfect strawberry. But they're not normal and they're not common. So they're so expensive. So like there's not a lot of like fresh fruit. There. I'm so jealous. I'm just staring it's at like her with these evil world. eyes. I have always wanted to go to Japan. I want to go there and I want to go to Tokyo and I would just like want to. I, I have been to Tokyo. What am I talking about? Tokyo. Yeah, I really want to go. It just looks so cool. We had a layover in the Japan airport and it was 10 hours. Mm. So my dad, my sister and I like took the train into Tokyo and went shopping. That's so cool. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently really cool. the shopping there is insane. Well, look, I wouldn't even know. We weren't there for long enough, but there was a lot, like, I remember seeing Forever 21. Is that Oh, right? yeah, that's in America. That was, like, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's also quite westernised, probably in the centre of Tokyo, but... Yeah. Beautiful country. Would love to go there again. How was your week while I was gone? My week... I went on a All right. Finally <laughs> time for the proper one. Izzy's um, Day Debrief. 
Now, Izzy actually hasn't told me anything about this date. She's like, I want to get your first reactions in the podcast. Yeah. She FaceTimed me. She's so like, I'm, I'm two like- minutes away. I'm going on a date. And I was like, oh, hold up. Wait, what? So basically, i going on a date. I need to like go get a drink with a friend before. I know that chances are if I'm at home by myself, I'll find some excuse just not to show up. So I went and got a drink with my friend, um, a couple of my friends, mm. and then I'm driving there and it's like a 30-minute Uber. I'm like, oh, this is just killing my mood and I'm so nervous. And then I'm literally 200 metres away in the car and I text Sam because I hadn't told her. Because I was hoping maybe I could just keep it in and tell her now when we're recording. So I texted her and I'm like, I'm going on a date in one minute. I'm one minute away. She reads it instantly, FaceTimes me. I'm like, I've got to go though. Like, I'm I was here, so, here. I was so frustrated. I was like, I want to know all about this. Who's the guy? Where are you going? What are you doing? <laughs> like, come on, what? And then she's texting me like 30 minutes and it's, it's going so well. I'm in the bathroom. I'm having the best time ever. He listens to this podcast. Oh, well, it's, his confidence is going to get boosted. So basically we went to a wine bar on Chapel Street, had some drinks there. It was just a really good date. Like I enjoyed my time. He does listen to the podcast, so hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it went really well. We just had a couple drinks. I probably, I don't know if I had too many drinks beforehand, but I definitely think we both got a little bit drunk. It was a lot of fun. So I have my questions for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are my questions I'm going to ask on every date. Ambiance out of ten. What was the ambiance? What was the area that you were around? How was it out of ten? So, funnily enough, we actually walked into this wine bar and it's dead. Like not a single human being inside, and I don't think I've ever seen anyone in that place. Like it must be a money laundering scheme or something because it's always empty. So we sat outside and the chairs were like, kind of almost felt like we were in Paris or something outside. Mm. It was like the chairs were cool. It was nice. Wine glasses were bougie. It was really nice. So nice ambiance outside. So out of 10? Like seven. Okay. Yeah. How was the chat? Like the chat between you two, was it awkward <laughs> at the start? And I then did feel you walk so stiff it? because he's going to hear all of this. How was it out of 10? You don't have to go into detail, but how was it out of 10? I personally think it was pretty good. I know I sometimes can probably go off on a tangent and like maybe I was the only one talking the whole time. I don't think that was the case. Mm-hmm. He may feel differently. I think it was good. I think the chat was good. I didn't feel like there was sort of moments where I was like, fuck, what do I say next? Okay, Which is that's good. good. So yeah. out of 10? Like an eight. Ooh. Oh, I don't know. Am Maybe I rating eight. too high? No. Seven? Seven. It was a two. Seven's like, oh, yeah, it was okay. Oh, it was like an eight. It was good. Okay. I enjoyed it. Okay. No awkward stuff, which is really all okay. I can ask for. How'd you meet? How did the date go about? This is actually a funny story. We matched on Hinge prior to me dating my last boyfriend right and chatted for a little bit just kind of didn't really go anywhere and then we matched on hinge again last week and Mm. it was really smooth because he listens to the podcast he was like heard you had a date like wanted to know how it went and I was like oh it actually didn't go ahead and he's like oh well we need to get you another date by Tuesday then like can we just sub it in and I'm like that is so smooth smooth. I love that yeah I loved it it was like confidence is really good efficient date organizing I think ever literally within two minutes we're like all right Sunday let's go here yeah well if they want to they will it was the same about my boyfriend and I like if they want to they'll make it work they'll make themselves free all right how tall are they um, well, lucky with the hinge profile, you can actually see how tall they are. He's yeah. six one. Okay, I'm five two. That's not bad. Great. That's pretty good. Yeah. As long as they're above six foot, I, I say. completely agree. Yeah, happy days. And like everyone says that we can't be picky. Yes, picky. we can. I'm like, I love a tall man. All right. Were you nervous? Extraordinarily. Yeah. Like wanted to shit myself. Okay. Yep. One interesting fact you learned about them. He has a fucking Samsung. <laughs> I've never met anyone with a Samsung. I think he's just always had one and I think it's kind of like one of the things of like if your parents grew up with a Samsung, you get the Samsung and then. Well, yeah, if you've had one forever and there's no issue with it, it's like why would I pay for an Apple? But I just thought it was wild. I kept looking at it all night and I'm like. I don't necessarily think that's a fun fact. It's an interesting fact. So you like every time you text him, the messages are green. Well, I don't know. Oh, no, they're not green. Oh, I don't know. We're not oh, texting you don't on text. text. No. Oh, you Instagram. Mm. Oh, interesting. Well, it's better than Hinge. So we at least got off that. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> true, true, true. And likelihood <laughs> of a second date. 
I'd like give it a give it a percentage. Okay, I'd like to go on. A second. <laughs> You'd like to go on a second date. So what's the percentage? Well, I feel like it's we're, we're chatting. So so you haven't left him delivered. That's promising. I, I where <laughs> oh, I think I'm seeing him this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where everyone get down? <laughs> no current location organized, but and was um, there a seal of the kiss? Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> how was that out of ten? No, my mum fucking asked this. <laughs> I'm like, mum's like, how was the kiss? I'm like, mum, mate. Okay, just give it out of ten. You don't have to go into detail. It was good. I I don't know. Mm. I was kind of drunk. <laughs> No, it was good. It was As good. my mum says, there was a bit of tonsil hockey. Oh, my God, stop it. I just – this – he's going to be hearing everything I'm saying right now. And so. I can guarantee you he's probably sitting there with the biggest smile on his face and he's probably blushing a little bit, so <laughs> you're welcome. Well, date was good. But, yeah, it was the first date – well, yeah, I've been on five dates maybe ever. It's rare that I'm wanting to actually see the person again. So yes. it was a good date. So overall, out of ten? Like an eight. An eight. Promising. Promising. Yeah. That's 80%. That's pretty good. And we'll update you if anything changes. Yeah. Oh, also, you know how I was talking about Cafe Boy a couple of weeks ago? Mm. So, obviously, like I said, Convo, like, ended. He's like, I'd love to see you next. He just sends me, like, this message going, I'd love to see you next week. It's been really busy. Um, but I'd absolutely love to see you next week. I'm like, yeah, great. Like, let me know. At this point, this boy's a bit flaky. I'm not expecting too much. We didn't chat for, like, a week. He messages me on Thursday and goes, hi there. So I'm like, oh, like, maybe he's now reaching out. And I go, hi, how are you? And he just never replies. Oh. Like, what was the point? Oh, he's Anyway, he's I'm, I'm off it. Like, I'm, you know what? Fuck her. I had a good day. Half a boy can get fucked. Izzy, I think we've missed a few weeks of this, but what's your recommendation of the week? My recommendation of the week, I think, is my favourite beauty product right now. It's mm-hmm. the Westman Atelier bronzing stick and I have it in the shade truffle. Does Charlotte Argo use that as well? I don't know. Oh, you both look really it's good when like you use it. blends like butter. It's a contour stick and for someone that like doesn't really know how to do all that jazz, it's honestly the easiest product to use. It's similar to the Mecca one but this one yep. honestly I just feel like melts into my skin. Like I wow. think if I didn't blend it, it would still look okay. Oh. It would just melt in. Vibe. So good. What about you? Mine's the, just the Emco Beauty dupes Doop. line. Like they're duping. What is it? Like, you know, Emco Beauty and yeah. the Woolworths and they're the pink packages. I kind of bought one the other day. I bought the Slick Stick from there. I've got one in my bag right now. Yeah, they're really good. And... Yeah, obviously they're dupes, like there's stuff for yeah. Charlotte Tilbury and stuff like that. But in defense, I actually think it's really good trying out them, seeing how to learn to do the makeup on that because you're not investing. Yeah. Like sometimes you have to take out a small loan to buy like Charlotte and Tilbury the time and stuff. It's basically the same. Yeah. So if you're wanting to get Charlotte Tilbury and there's none on the shelves or you're not wanting to spend all that money, try the dupe. Go get yourself a dupe. They're really good. <laughs> I quite like them. Now it's time for our favorite segment of the week. Question, Question of, of the, the week. week. Alrighty, Sam. So this one's a thinker. So would you rather get stuck in an elevator with your ex and their partner or with your partner and their ex? Does that make sense? Do you want me to play it out for you? Yes. I'm going to call Sam's ex-boyfriend. Johnny. Johnny quickly. So would you rather be stuck in an elevator with Johnny and Johnny's new girlfriend Mm. or with Caleb and Caleb's ex-girlfriend? Johnny and Johnny's new girlfriend. Really? Why? Mm, I just have nothing to say to them and I feel like if he dated me, yeah, his new girlfriend's probably going to be a great chick. And, like, I don't <laughs> really care about it. So, like, yeah, I could you, feel like I could have a really good conversation and be like, hey. I guess it's, wait, that, How hey. you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> that made me pause you a second. I'm like, what's that sound? How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I'd really care. I'd just be like, what's up? Mine would be the other way around. 
I don't think I could ever be standing in an elevator with my ex-boyfriend and their partner just out of awkwardness. I just think like they're both nice people. I've met the girlfriend, lovely. Like I just think I would feel so uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Whereas obviously I don't have a boyfriend but if I did and their ex, I don't even know the girl. If anything, I'm the least uncomfortable one in that elevator in that moment in time. Yeah, it's more awkward I've for them. I've got my boyfriend next to me and some girl that I don't know. Whereas she's feeling awkward, you know, that's her mm. ex-boyfriend and his partner. He's feeling awkward, that's his ex and that's his new girlfriend. I'm sitting pretty. That's yeah. my choice. I, I, I don't think I'd be phased either way. I think the reason I don't care about my ex and his new girlfriend is because we dated when we were 16 17 like we're 20 now yeah. like we're almost more mutual friends than we are ex-boyfriend yeah. and ex-girlfriend like, I don't even think we're mutual because I, I saw him at the cafe the other day and oh. I don't think <laughs> tell the story did you see him I don't know if it was 100%. him but we were at the cafe with our manager and Izzy and I haven't seen this boy in years and I look down like a hundred meters down the road, and there's this guy that's like a silhouette of my ex-boyfriend. It he's, was her ex-boyfriend, and he's just staring at us the whole time. Probably for thirty minutes. Like he's Ooh. obviously at a table with a couple friends, and his head is just clocked to the side, and he's staring in our direction, like at Sam or you know who else is he fucking looking at for thirty minutes straight. I kept yeah. kind of glancing over because I thought it was hilarious, and every time I looked it over, I guess who was looking back. It was funny because like no one ever addressed it, but I could definitely see it was him. But we were all just looking at each other like, yo, because he had obviously seen the thing that I called him stinky and he's not actually that stinky. So you lied. He is smelly, but I don't think he (laughs) smells now. So I think he was kind of looking at being like, you fucking called me stinky. And I'm sitting there just having a good old chat with my friends. But, yeah, I just don't think it'd be awkward if I got stuck in an elevator with him and his new girlfriend. I'd yeah. probably want to talk to her. I'd be like, how are you going? Like, what's your name? Do you think he smells too? Yeah. Does he stink <laughs> or has he got better cologne? Question mark. <laughs> anyway. So, Sam, today we have gotten and collected so many different stories for you guys for this week's high school horror stories. So we had heaps of stories set in and then it dawned on me. Something I find super interesting is those sort of big rumours and big stories that happen at people's high schools. Like Mm. I feel like every school has that one sort of big rumour or big crazy thing that happened. Mm. So we've asked you guys to send us in the craziest, wildest thing that's happened at your school. So quick disclaimer – We just want to put a disclaimer in at the start before we share your stories and our stories. Obviously, we're hearing one side of the story. We don't know if this is factual. We're not searching you guys up. We don't know you guys. There's two sides to every story and in the middle of that lies the truth. So this is purely entertainment purposes. We are not wanting to air anyone's dirty laundry or start drama, start rumours. We are just doing this for a little bit of fun and a little bit... It's all anonymous. It's, yeah, we just don't know all the details. So if you... Hear something and it's not true, you know. Just having a little bit of fun on our Tuesday. That's all we want. We could to have do. made these stories up. Yeah. For all you know, we could be those people. We Sorry. could just be sitting on our phones making stories up. So basically, oh, ignore go. us. But here's a bit of entertainment for you. Let's go. This girl wrote in and it's titled "Worst Formal AP Ever." Okay. Do you have a bad formal AP story? I just hated all my formal APs. I smashed my flask on the ground and then I forced my boyfriend to go home with me. <laughs> I only had one formal AP, like that was mine. And it was I just remember it being so fun, but my formal day actually passed out. So I ended up looking after him most of the night. And no. he lied to my dad when he got in the car that he wasn't drunk, that he ate some bad chicken <laughs> at the formal because he had – was so drunk and had been vomiting all down his shirt. He <laughs> lied to my dad and goes, oh, I just think I ate a bit of off chicken. I remember. And my dad, who's a deputy principal of a boys' school, is sitting there like, no, you, you fucking idiot. didn't. Mate, I can r- smell the alcohol on you, you idiot. That reminds me of this time. I don't think I've ever been drunk out of my friends basically like, to carry me back to this girl's house in like Surrey Hills, like nowhere near my house. And the mum is so concerned about me, about to drive me to the hospital. I am so drunk 
um, my friends are like, no, she just has hypothyroidism and she hasn't taken her meds. Like, that's just, she's not drunk. She hasn't had any alcohol. Her meds just aren't all right. I'm the like, stories babe. that you like lie to people's parents and stuff when you're underage is just like ridiculous. Like you're pulling it out of your ass, and like the parents definitely know you're lying. They know you every just time. think you get get away with it so badly, but you just never do. Well, good on the parents for never pulling us up. They know we're lying, and they just will you? Just do you reckon you'll it. be one of those parents? I'd rather my kids. I'd rather be okay with my kids drinking so they feel comfortable enough to call me if they're in trouble. Yeah, I'm the same because yeah. I used to do it. Behind my parents' back. And I could have been dead in a park and my parents yeah. would never know. Because I was hiding it from them, yeah. yeah. All right, let's anyway. go. The most embarrassing high school story has to be what occurred at my year 11 formal AP. To provide some context, I was literally the biggest pussy in school regarding boys. Yes, I had crushes, but I wouldn't dare getting close enough to a guy to have a proper conversation, let alone my first kiss. Because of this, my friends decided it was time for me to grow a pair and have my first kiss at formal AP in year 11. Go Great girl. time. With some liquid courage that I had stuck into formal, I was pretty placid by the time everyone arrived at my mate's house for the after party. My friends decided that they would set me up with a guy I'd mentioned before that was cute. They pulled the good old shoved me into him and hoped... <laughs> hope something sticks. <laughs> and hoped that something would get the ball rolling, which it did. Go friends. We ended up chatting for the next hour or so, so we we're clearly into each other. So we ended up in the host's parents' bedroom. Oh, God. Classic. And he decided he the would pull parents. a move. I know. It happens every time. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> Luckily, I was so shit-faced that I didn't even hold the capacity to be nervous anymore when we started making out. Things started to get a bit hot and heavy and the bits of clothes started to get removed. First kiss ever and it's getting hot and heavy. She literally says, a big step for someone who wasn't <laughs> even 10 minutes ago had their first kiss. Good on you, girl. Get it all done in one night. <laughs> Making moves. <laughs> Unfortunately, something felt a bit off to me. I knew it didn't feel right and I shouldn't be going further with this dude. Good. I told him I was too drunk to keep going and he said it was okay. He needed to go take a piss and would be back. So romantic. Yeah, go you. <laughs> I got up to find my dress and it turns out the thing that didn't feel right was a copious amounts of blood that had exited my uterus onto the beautiful satin sheets of the host mother's bed. I was fucked. Oh. I'm mortified That's a for put you. your clothes on, leave the room, keep the lights off and let someone else deal with it tomorrow. Yeah. Sorry. Before I had any time to figure out what the fuck I was supposed to do, my man had come back into the room. My man. Yeah, my man. Looking just as horrified as I was. We started stripping the bed, but clearly word had gotten out that both me and the boy were in this room and had been gone for a while. Suddenly then, a group of eight people bursted into the room and oh saw the God. clusterfuck that had unfolded. I was literally wanting to die right then and there. Oh, but like, I know this is bare minimum sort of vibes, but the fact that the guy's like helping you take off the sheets and everything is sweet. So nice. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, me starting to cry wasn't enough of a reaction of my classmates seeing period blood all over my bed and my hands. The five double blacks that I decided to skull before my encounter had decided that they didn't want to be in my stomach anymore. <laughs> and I spewed right She's onto a the storyteller. Yeah. I spewed right onto the wooden floors and on myself. And now there are two of my bodily fluids on this poor woman's bedroom. <laughs> Imagine having your first kiss and then all of a sudden you're covered in your own period blood and months. I would just never want to kiss anyone ever again. You'd be like, I'm cursed. I support the guy. Good on him for sticking around. My hookup ushered everyone out of the room and tried to console me, but literally nothing could make me feel better in that moment. My mates ended up getting me home and tried to stop the spread of information that what had happened, but the damage had already been had done. But not to worry, there's one silver lining of this story. And that is the boy that I had hooked up with somehow found me vomiting and perioding all over myself in Deering. <sighs> and we ended up dating a few months later and we're still together four stop years later. Stop it, stop it, stop it. But oh. my dignity has still never recovered. Oh, wow. He's a good guy. You know, what? <laughs> when I was seeing my last boyfriend... Oh my God, we were at this bar with all our friends and I got really drunk because <laughs> I always drink really quickly. So I got drunk and I'm sitting next to him. We're just, we're like friends at this point, but I think there was like vibes and I duck my head under the table, munt on the floor. 
easy. And then I get back up and we both just start pissing ourselves. Like we're looking at each other. He spends the whole rest of the night with me. Like I'm like, guys, if you want to get a boy, just vomit period, on yourself, vomit. That's when you know that they're a real you know, one. Because then funny. if they find it gross, they'll call you out. But if they really find you attractive, they can Like we both just like it. stayed sitting there, moved over a bit, started pissing ourselves and just kept going. That's fucking chat. So That's disgusting. Vodka pineapples, guys. Ugh. Too much juice. Well, the, one of the first times I had met Caleb, he came back to my house so drunk. He had like a Collingwood like piss up. Yeah. And he came back to my house so drunk and he was telling me and my mum that he was going to marry me. Oh and like God. we had just started dating and it was so gross to the point where I like, I'm holding his mullet back because <laughs> like a little girl, because he's so drunk. He's and like, he's, marry me. Sarah. And he goes, I think I've had too many fuck pineapples. Yeah, I'm vodka like, pineapples, guys. Stay away. Gross. Not good. Gross, gross, gross. So this one's a little bit of a different story. It's in regards to something crazy that happened at my high school. Mm -hmm. So this girl says, not really my high school horror story, but at the high school I went to, there was a female teacher who was always flirty with all the boys, buying them food from the canteen and everyone thought it was sus, but no one suspected anything serious. That would make me feel really uncomfortable if there was a teacher doing that. Our year 10s went on a school camp up in South Australia for a week. This particular teacher was also going on the school camp. It was an outdoor ed camp and we were all sleeping in tents outside with buddies. However, this one particular student was by himself in his tent as his buddy got COVID and had to go home. No, oh, so this is recent. Yeah, this would have been like 2020, 2021. Mm. No one knew at the time, but this year 10 student and the teacher that was flirting with all the boys had been messaging on Facebook. The teacher was texting him, calling him handsome and that she can't wait until he's 18 so that she can send him bikini pics and all that jazz. How old is this teacher? It gets better because I have proof. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Anyway, I bet you can guess what's coming next. The teacher snuck into this year 10 boys tent and they had sex on the year 10 camp around 50 other tents. How old are you in year 10? 16? Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. That. That is statutory rape right there. Yeah. God, that teacher. Mm-mm. She'd be Never quiet. supportive of a teacher abusing their power like that, FYI. No. We're telling these stories for entertainment, but that's shit's Not disgusting. Right. Yeah. The year 10 boy then bragged about it to all of his mates and the screenshots of the text were all leaked and now the teacher's going to court late this year. So this Whoa. girl's actually sent me three screenshots of some of the messages that the teacher had sent. <gasps> So one of these messages is just the teacher basically, I think the boy must have unfriended her on like Snapchat and Facebook and stuff and she's basically just feeling sorry for herself. She talks like a 16-year-old. Nothing too juicy in that message, just her being like, I need to stop drinking, I need to get off social media. Like, um, I guess maybe you don't want to talk to me anymore, sort of vibes. Then there's this screenshot and the teacher goes, no bikini shot yet. And he goes, I wonder when I'll get one. And she goes, when you're 18 with a little winky face. Oh. How fucked is that? And then there's this video of the teacher like lying on top of him. Oh, what? (laughs) That can't be shared to the podcast, but it was great. I love the receipts on this bad Mm. boy. But the obviously the poor boy that that teacher was so revolting. But like – Teachers that go into school and just like flirt and try and hook up with students, it's like you're in the wrong, you're a pedophile. But what, like, is that why you wanted to be a teacher? Do you know what I mean? To be close to these kids? I just. I think that's like a really hard thing because my parents are both teachers, mm. but my mom teaches at a girl's school and my dad teaches at a boy's school. Yep. I also went to an all-girls school, so I don't know what it would be like to be a young teacher at a co-ed school, how yeah. that would work, how that dynamic would work. Because I also all remember, like, when you would have, like, rowing coaches or you'd have, like, the PE, like, substitute so teacher. the PE teachers? And they were all younger and the girls would all fantasise over them yeah. because it was, like, at a girls' school, so you had yeah. nothing else to do. I just remember at my school, there it was, was a the, really hot earth sky. Do you remember the, all of the? I don't know if it was when you were here. The gardeners and the gardeners were employed <laughs> by another, like by a company, and so they were always new gardeners at our school. And the girls would literally film them and like literally sexualize them to the point where we had to get older male gardeners into garden our 
fucking school because everyone was like, oh my God, that's so hot. They're literally gardeners. Oh my God, they're so hot. And girls would literally film them. It's so weird. And like, but everything is just like, once you're in a school, I think everything's just heightened. If you're in a girl's school, it's like you see one boy and they could be like a five, but because you're in a school and they're a teacher. There are 10. But I think it's also like, I was thinking about this last night because I was talking about it to Caleb. This is where all of those like, porn categories come from Teacher and like student. those mm-hmm. like fetishes and stuff because it's like also those boys are watching those categories so like it's that's like probably why yeah it's like probably why it's a bit of a kink to them yeah i so i like oh. i don't see it i personally don't see it but i understand i don't know i just think it's always a tricky situation and you know i think it's great that that chick's going to court because that's highly illegal and yeah really not okay going off kind of easy story this is another one a girl sent in so here's my high school horror story okay so one of the girls that were in year 12 ended up having an affair with one of the pe teachers mm-hmm. classic pe, PE teachers. teachers guys watch out they would them. always go somewhere on campus and basically have sex obviously the school found out and he lost his teaching license but even after all of that he still ended up becoming her baby daddy Wow. He left his wife and kids to be with her. One day all of the PE teachers were away and it turns out because he had a court date because of this situation. My cohort would always ask about the situation and all of the teachers would tell us it's not allowed to be talked about, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Anyway, I did some digging with my friends and apparently he then cheated on this girl (sighs) and has now left her and the kid for another woman. Like, hello. God, this boy... That is delusional. Like that's like wild. that's when like you have like serious serious deep rooted issues right there. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many stories were like that mm. about teachers sleeping with year twelves or whatever and leaving their, their wives for the year, you know, and them having kids and stuff. Oh. It's so wild. It's just unimaginable to me. Yeah, I can't imagine if a scandal like that rocked my school. None of us would shut up about it for like years. So I totally understand why everyone's. <laughs> I the only scandal there was no real scandal of like girls sleeping with teachers, mm. but I don't know if you had it. I don't think you were at my school at the time, but there was a thing called Christian Living Camp, like CLC. Yeah, I went on Christian Living Camp and. There was a rumor of a few years above that it like had to be stopped for a few years because. Girls got pregnant. Girls got pregnant? Yeah. Do you remember that? They actually changed, supposedly, changed the boys' school that we go on the camp with because because someone got pregnant with that other boys' school. So they, for the last couple of years, apparently have now done it with a different school, which is the school we went with. Yeah, right. Yeah. I couldn't have imagined. Like, it was like only on the last day we finally started to warm up to the guys. Like, the guys were like so so frigid that they didn't mm. even want to talk to us on I my Christian living camp. lucky like enough so that boring. I had like my best boyfriend, like the one that we both took each other to formal, grew up in prep uh, on that camp with me. So it was actually a lot of fun. But Mine was not like that. Like there's the people you know and then there's like all these other random guys and girls that just like, you know, like I only spoke to my friends. It yeah. was it was so weird. Like when I heard that I was going on a co-ed camp, I'm like, is this legal? Like why? Are yeah, we doing for some this? backstory, we literally both went to separate girls' schools and we would do activities with another boys' school and you had to go on a CLC, Christian Living Camp. You'd go to this rogue place, you weren't allowed on your phone, you weren't like allowed to do rope anything. Climbing courses, like you had to like read mess- letters from your parents. It like was basically write- they were acting like you've been away from a year. They've gotten your parents to write you letters, and on the last day you're sitting alone because they kind of separate everyone and make you open these letters from your parents like you're gonna ball your eyes out. I'm like, I saw mum on Monday. Like, I actually did ball my eyes I out. <laughs> <laughs> I cried too. I I was going through a really hard time at home with family mm. and my nan had actually passed away before oh, I went wow. on the camp. So I was like a bit emotional, but I did cry. And like, I just see, remember like looking around and we're all just sitting there like with our legs crossed, like <laughs> everyone's crying. Yeah. And the boys so, are crying. Oh, such so a weird cute. experience. Love when boys cry. I love when boys cry. So this next one, we've got receipts and... You've got the receipts. I've got the receipts today. I really love nothing more than having a bit of proof because these stories are quite 
elaborate sometimes. Mm. So this girl goes, during year 10, me and my best friend went through the classic rebellious stage where we were in and out of lockdown at the time. So we honestly had nothing better to do. Mm -hmm. When I say rebellious, I mean rebellious. Every weekend we'd tell my mums we were having a girls night and to pick us up later, we proceed to get dropped off at one of the girls' houses, which was really some random guy's house. We'd spend the night roaming the streets, drinking drugs, going to house parties, which were also illegal at the time due to lockdown. You naughty girl. Naughty girl. Even once getting into a car with a drunk driver, till this day the stupidest thing I've done, not a flex at all. Very stupid. My scare, My biggest fear in life, I will never, ever, ever get in the car with a drunk driver. I just am like... It scares it's me not even belief. about the fact that you might kill yourself driving in a drunk car. It's like the people that you hit that are harmlessly maybe driving home from work. Or yeah, I've just seen it too much. Very scary stuff. But I'm glad you'll never do it again by the sounds of it. At the end of these mischievous nights, we'd find a way to get back to the house we'd been dropped off at originally, usually by taxi, quickly to get changed back into our pyjamas and wait for our mums to come pick us up acting like we'd literally been watching Titanic and painting toenails the whole time. They God. never questioned a thing. Anyway, a few weeks go by of us doing this and my mum's friend received a typed out letter in the mail from a concerned parent, listing off exactly what we'd been up to this whole time, going into extreme detail about our nightly adventures, even about who we'd been sleeping with. Look, to be honest, none of it was a lie. They had the picture painted pretty perfectly. How did they find out? I don't know. I remember getting picked up from my school that day and the first thing my mum says was, have you ever done drugs before? To both mine and my friend's surprises, neither one of our parents believed anything said in the letter and thought it was complete (gasps) bullshit. Till this day, we have no idea who wrote the letter dobbing us in, whether it was one of our friends or actually one of our friend's mums. It honestly still fucks with me to this day knowing that it could have been one of my girlfriends or their mums. We still ask once in a while who it was, promising not to be mad, yet no one's ever come forward. I guess we'll never know. So this girl's actually sent me the letter. It says, I'm writing this because I'm concerned about, let's call her Jackie. I'm writing this because I'm concerned about Jackie's reputation. She's been lying to you. It goes, she is, and then these stop points. What? <laughs> getting drunk every weekend, getting with different boys every weekend. You know what? The fact that it says getting with different boys, I think it's a kid. Yeah. Parents wouldn't write, getting with different boys. Yeah. Who have you upset, girl? Who have you upset? My mum would never say getting with. She was getting with all these boys. Girl, I think it's one of your mates. Walking all over town, catching taxis late at night, going to known party and drug houses, taking MDMA pills. Her friend does not have the same boundaries you have for Jackie. You should monitor Jackie's behaviour, check her phone, social media pictures, her bank account, and you will see she's been lying to you. I am sorry I cannot tell you this in person. Please know that everyone knows you're a good family and good parents. Jackie's just making bad choices. It needs to stop. A concerned friend. It'd be a friend. 100%. That's a that's a kid your age. Yeah. They've tried to make it sound formal, but getting with boys. But also, like, my mum would email. My mum wouldn't put a letter in the no- Yeah, the but if you box. email, it's come from... Yeah, but that's when you know it's a parent because parents would actually... Parents wouldn't really mature care. enough to, like, message you and be like, I'm actually concerned for your daughter. Who did you sleep with? Who did you piss off? Girl, I think you slept with someone's boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) Or someone still had feelings for their ex and you've hurt their feelings and that seems like what it is. Yeah, it's definitely a girl. Like you've upset someone, you've kissed a boy that she doesn't – that she likes and she wants to ruin your rep so you can't go out anymore. I'm sorry, girl. That's scared the living daylights out of me. Like to know what my parents would fucking do to me, I'd be shit scared. the funniest thing when you're younger – I think we also might do an episode one day about alcohol horror stories because realistically God, I've got, got, a I've few. got two main ones that I'm so excited to share. But like when you would be leaving to go to a sleepover and you'd have your country road bag with all your Clicking summer's bees and cruises in it and you'd wrap the individual bottles in T-shirts and jumpers and they'd like cling, cling my and cling while you're walking know, out of the house. My parents would know so I would hide them in a bush down the street and I would always catch the tram so I'd have to walk past the bush. <laughs> And get it. I'd like. So you'd hope. run out while they're not home, put the drinks in the bush. Yeah, but what if they're driving you to this friend's house? Like they my wouldn't. I would always get the tram. So independent. 
yeah, my parents also didn't really have a lot of time. So, like, I would always get the tram to my friend's house. Yeah. I go to the same friend. But, like, I used to do what that girl did, but I used to say I was babysitting. So, me and my friend would go to the babysitting and her mum would drop us off and we'd babysit the kids together. The parents would come home and we'd continue to say that we were babysitting. But and we'd out. go out and get drunk. But you make a bit of dosh, guys. then you get to go spend it. it yeah, like and a we, dream we'd, arrangement. Do it, we'd do it with, like, the summers be apple ciders because they were, like, cheap. They were my drink of choice back in the I day. I hate them now. I can't drink them. That, Double Blacks and Cruises, I haven't drank since I was in school at least. I and could do I a double black never. now, but I can't do fat so lamb. double blacks are my demon drink. Wow. Those That's fat lamb. Those 169s taste like double blacks. So yeah, I they just do. can't drink them. Yeah. This one's like a rumour, like something fucked that happened at this girl's okay. school. Yeah. She goes, okay, this one's fucked. Some of the boys in our year level snuck into the school the night before the first day of year 12. When everyone got to senior school the following day, there was hundreds and thousands of posters covering... <sighs> the undercroft floor. They were advertising mandatory penis inspections oh for the new God. year seven boys in the toilets. <sighs> the posters had a time schedule on them that was organised by penis size. For example, 9am, three inches or smaller. That's funny. <laughs> they said that the penis inspections were going to be confidential and carried out by a particular guy at the school who was kind of a piss take of the year level. The oh, corporates, as in they were bullying the other guy too. No, they were, I don't think they were bullying him. They were just saying He's like he was the one who was going to do it. Like he was the class clown. Oh, okay. The, all the corporates were su- suspended for a week. Could you imagine rocking up to your first day of school? Let's do imagine some, it was a boob inspection. Yeah, size A, nine a.m. And you're in year seven. Like, girl, I had like mozzie bites. I, I, you I, still got mozzie bites. <laughs> Bro, yours are the same. I know. <laughs> I've still got mozzie bites. Oh, that is that's I would have funny been though. Horrible, like horrified. Like imagine you like full breaking a sweat. Like imagine if you didn't know anyone, you just moved to this town, and you like, oh my god, I have to fucking have this year twelve inspect my penis. Boys are funny in school sometimes. There's this. You might have actually heard this. It's one of those muck up day stories, and it's a big rumor. I can't see that it would be true, but. It's very much talked about about a boys' school near my school. Oh, doing the cow. So basically there's this boys' school and apparently for muck-up day they got a cow and put it in near the principal's office. So it walked up the stairs to near the principal's office and because cows can't walk backward, apparently they had to airlift the cow out of the principal's office. Like they had to like look logistically – in whose world is that true? But it's like even Sam knows it. Like it's a very it's common. A, it was a common rumor, or yeah. like a, like everyone's story is a little bit different. Like yours and eyes is different, yeah. but like something and a cow would have oh, happened. There's another one. I think it might have happened at the same boys' school. They got three pigs, numbered them one, two, and four, and let them loose around the school. So everyone thought that the everyone three was spent missing. all day looking for the pig labeled number three, but there wasn't one. Muck up day stuff. Boys do good shit on muck up day. Oh yeah, my school was so bad at muck up day. Like we had our trust broken because when I was in year eight, all of these girls came in like showering champagne on all, all of us year seven. I and was eight. there, and then they got raw <laughs> sausages. Do you remember this? I was there that year. Yeah, they got raw sausages and they were like squishing them up in their hands. They were and rubbing it into the deck of the school like raw sausages and they were all riding scooters yeah i remember do you remember the girl who was riding the scooter and she was so drunk that she forgot to stop at the stairs so she fell down the stairs and she lost her two front teeth oh my god they were all dressed up as scary things that year yeah so then we weren't even allowed to dress up as scary things like they were actually scary that they all looked, so they all had contacts bad. in. They were so drunk that day, I remember. And I was targeted day. because of my mum. I got covered in champagne that I had to go change my school uniform. Oh, I, had to wear, I got to wear sport uniform for the rest of the day. Lucky you. Yeah, I was lucky. But yeah, I was always targeted at those things because... Your mum. Me mum. Yeah, my muck-up day sucked. We were all just trying to put condoms in the drink fountains and the teachers just chased us around. That was the extent of what we... We couldn't do anything because my school has security guards yes everywhere there's like one security guard per like 10 girls like they were everywhere that day so there was nothing you could do or they'd send you home 
So yeah, I think it was because everyone, every school around our area ended up having to get security guards because of that cow thing. In previous years, people, I think, just got away with murder at those muck yeah. up days and everyone just really buckled down. So I mm. think they've really ruined it for yeah. late years. So no one Thanks did Thanks very much, exciting. Rachel. Thanks Rachel. a lot, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> So this one is from a girl. It's a high school horror story for herself. Mm -hmm. She goes, I was sleeping with this guy over the break just after my 18th. It wasn't anything long-term, just more of a one-night stand type of situation. I was in year 12 and wasn't looking for the commitment. The night we met, he drew me in by romantic poetry. He told me it was his first year at uni and that he could see a future with me. He seemed like a pretty cool guy and he used all the right words. But the only thing that was off about him is that he was using metaphors and big words when we had sex. That would be so weird to me. I just think anywhere like talking like poetically in sex is just like it's not yet no. for me. I didn't hear from him for a few weeks and then I went back to school. I only told a few girls and one of my close guy friends. After coming back to school, I heard all my friends talking about a new sub-teacher. They said he taught English and was really young. I walked into my class with my friend and to my surprise, we had the English sub and I recognised him straight away and whispered this to my friend. Unfortunately, my friend had a big mouth in the whole cl- and the whole class found out straight away. Isn't that that poetic guy you fucked? Everyone said that like out loud. Oh my <laughs> Imagine the God. teacher realising... He's had sex with you. The whole class now knows. Just leave. And she said the sub never came back after that day. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would be like, that's it. I'm not teaching anymore. I'm done. I'm done. But it's look, she's 18. This is his first year of uni. I think in a general sense of the world, that's not a problem. But the moment he walks in there and sees the girl, imagine teaching that whole class. You, he'd be sweating fucking So buckets. would she. Yeah. Oh, it. God. Oh, yucky, but yucky, yucky. poetry boy, I think you got out of that one. This girl messaging, she goes, oh my God, here we go. I attended a co-ed school that socially revolved heavily around relationships, couple swapping and sex. See, I just never got to experience that. that. I know. Mm, sucks to suck. Cheers, mom and dad. <laughs> my boyfriend and I had ended things three months prior, but we remained close and I was at peace knowing that we wouldn't get back together. I started seeing someone at school and it was purely sexual. Every Wednesday afternoon, we shared a free period and met up in the same classroom that was always vacant. Couldn't imagine that. Going to school and sitting in a class with a boy that you like have sex with and just being like, hey, like Wednesday, period three. Well, I asked Caleb this because Caleb went to a co-ed school and he goes, yeah, people would finger each other at school all the time. And I was like, I could never. I could never imagine that. Unless you were a lesbian, like... You would have had a fucking field trip at school. Yeah, but those but girls are getting lucky. Like yeah. they're like living the high life. I wish that I was at a co-ed school. Yeah. God, but Caleb was like, yeah, it was like a always thing. Oh, would have been so much fun. What? <laughs> well, as in. Being figured at school. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. No, just like that excitement of like there's a boy that you yeah, have a crush on. And yeah. you're like, oh, like he's in the class next to me. Like, that was us like going down to G-Fez. Yeah, but feeling. that's what, once on Friday afternoon? Friday, yeah. Oh. Could never. It became our weekly tradition and we eagerly looked forward to our time together because it meant we could get a bit frisky without anyone around. It felt like we were doing something naughty and it really got our hearts racing. That's what it would be. You'd be like, ooh, I'm sneaking out on a Wednesday. Like it would have been that excitement. Yeah, like, it just would have made more like, no, fun. That's yeah, it. Like no I one has been to better. know. It's our little secret, baby oh. girl. <laughs> baby girl. Baby girl. One day, while we were using the empty classrooms, we heard footsteps approaching. Realised we shouldn't be there, we quickly hid in a small cupboard in the back room. A teacher and a class of 30 students walked in for a lesson, leaving us stuck in the cupboard for an hour and a half. The worst part of the ordeal came when the class ended and the teacher and most of the students left, but two people stayed behind. Not just to hang, but to fuck. No. We had no choice but to listen on their whole encounter. It wasn't until I heard the guy begin to moan and I realised that it was my (gasps) ex-boyfriend and my best friends were the ones fucking. No way. See, that? I'm like, that's not true. That can't be true, yeah. We stayed in the cupboard until it was over and they left, but I never had the balls to bring it up to her. Five years later, we're still best friends and she still doesn't know I know. I don't believe that. 
I'm like, there's got to be a little bit of mayo in there. Like, like surely. Bit of Tommy sauce on that story. Yeah. That's not. Like, that can't how be. do you know it was your ex? I think. I mean, I guess went, when you sleep with them, you kind of know how they moan, I guess. Maybe, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. There's so many stories in here that are so good, but almost too entertaining to be true. Like, Yeah. I have that no really doubt that happen? she, like, heard. 100%. But, like, was it your ex and her best friend? Ex, maybe. Ex and best friend. Oh, pushing it. I don't know. We believe you. Yeah, I'll take you. I'll take your truth. We'll take your word for it. All right? God. That sucks. I could never... I'm also like such a goody two shoes. I could not have slept with someone at school. I would. I couldn't have them. But, but I guess honest, it's just I like also situational. Completely, and it, we weren't out of co-ed school. Like it, we wouldn't know. Yeah, we like. I think you're just raised. You're just born different when you do. And you've you're just more comfortable. I feel like you know with boys and interacting with people when yeah. you grow up in that environment. Like uh, fuck me, the closest I got to a guy was the stupid dancing classes I had to do in year nine. I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I did. God. It yeah. was horrendous. And they're like, yeah, touch hands, touch hands. I was All like, right, no. Touch hands? <laughs> Me? Touch someone's hands? All right, so this next one's actually quite funny because while reading through the DMs, I noticed that quite a few people have actually written in about this exact story. Oh, really? Yeah, so obviously a couple of girls from the same school have written in about the same thing. Low. So she says, for context, I went to a private all-girls school in New Zealand. We've got some New Zealand <gasps> listeners. I think I've read welcome, this one. Welcome. When I was in year seven or eight, I can't quite remember, a bunch of girls used to hang out in this really dingy stairwell that connected classrooms from above the library to outside. The stairway was always really dimly lit. The stairs looked like construction. It had never finished and there was always a mattress in the stairway. No sheets. Just a mattress. Yuck. Why does school? We'll get this. (laughs) Wait. A massive rumour went around that a year 13, I think it's wild that New Zealand has year 13. Uh, But I think that's what they, because they don't have prep. Also prep's technically year one. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Correctly if I'm wrong though. I would assume that would be the case. Yeah. Year 13 at the time had slept with one of the tradies working on the stairway, which is why there was a mattress there, and apparently the girl got pregnant after this happened, so the tradies were never able to finish the stairs, and to this day the stairs still look like they're unfinished and under construction because they just haven't been finished. Thankfully, the mattress got removed, but it was never fully confirmed or denied that this rumour was actually true. So that was one girl. And then another girl actually said, like, the same thing. Went to an all-girls school and one of the girls slept with a tradie in the back of a stairwell building while it was being built. The stairwell is still unfinished, lol. Imagine that. Just every time you walk in those yucky, unfinished staircase, you're like, girl got pregnant here. The fact that, like, what, is he brought a mattress in? Yeah. Just like, hey, that girl's cute. I think I'm going to try and sleep with her today. Boys, help me carry this mattress down the stairs. Yeah, what would the tradies (laughs) think? Yeah, mate, I'll help you out. Like, no, like, I believe them because clearly. But, like, mattress, why? Why mattress? Why to the boy, not why to you girls. Yeah, why tradie? Why bring a mattress in? Like, you wouldn't have been able to carry it on your own. Your mates would have been helping you carry that mattress to, like, fuck this year year 13. Yeah, the fuck? Anyway. Weird. Thanks so much for coming along today. I really loved this episode. I think it was lots of fun. Hearing your stories is honestly probably one of my favourite episodes to film. So we thank everyone that always sends them in. Yeah, we're super grateful for you guys. We love you very much and we'll see you next see week. You next week, guys. Love you. Be sexy. Bye. 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 Bye.